This is a small sample of the podcast we just did today for the Conjugate Club. It was a conversation between Dr. Nicholas Romanoff and Louis Simmons. To listen to this and to watch the video in full, please become a member of the Conjugate Club. Go to www.conjugateclub.com and sign up today. Knowledge I got through him and guidance. It's incredible, just like that. And then it was my scientific supervisor, Djachkov, whom I started reading first you know, uh, his books, <laughs> and I uh, got these things. And then I met him personally <laughs> after that. Uh, it's a kind of influence. <laughs> Let me get this straight, Doc. As smart as you are, you actually read some books, and that guided you to, to the, your supervisor. Right. And what do I say all the time in the podcast, Tom? Read books. Don't think you know it all, coaches. You don't know it all. I, I, I'm 71 years old. I learn every day. The day I quit learning, the day I'm done. This is the incredible thing about him. You know, he is a very uh, rare creature yeah. <laughs> who didn't stop learning. This is a problem with lots of people. They think they finished college, that's it. Mm. He is educated. It's stupid attitude completely. Normally, education never stops. This is what you, Seneca, it's a Roman philosopher and politician. He told, you are best teaching when you learn. That... <laughs> you don't learn anything when you're talking. I, I, I think we, but we have a problem now where people read, they don't comprehend. Oh. Or they, <laughs> and they will read and they'll reread. And that's it. They never go back and they never... Well, we, I've talked about it. We've got a big problem with people not referencing. Because when you read a good mm. article, you, I like to go, where did the study? You read the study and you see how good... It, but that seems to be getting lost the further we go. You were talking about a gentleman, we won't mention not long ago, wrote a book with absolutely no references. He's just oh. one but a many. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. I can bring names, but I don't yeah. want to. <laughs> <laughs> when I read a book where no reference, I'm like, hmm, you know, like that. Because I'm a scientist, and um, I came from school where plagiarism is a, a crime. Yes. You see? It's a shame. If you're caught on the plagiarism, you never will be accepted by this society. You know? It's a high level of ethical norms. You know? And here I see people are blindly put like thoughts which they compile from lots of sources, and I know where they're taking this, but why they are not put reference that they're taken from there? In science, I have to go back in history and tell, look, first man who told about this was Aristotle, <laughs> yeah. and so on. And then I came in a long way, I just picked up this, you know? But it doesn't make me feel ashamed that I pick up. It's this normal process of learning that somebody told this before you. This is what I didn't invent gravity. Yeah. <laughs> I think my book, uh, you know, a special strength for all sports. I think I have seven pages of references. So you can read my book and you can just throw in the trash, but keep the last seven pages and read their books. But it's, it's like a it's a educational treasure hunt. Yeah. Once you read the article, you go, oh, then you read another one, and it never stops. Of course, stops. it's the sequences yeah. of mm -hmm. this. This is how I learned, you know. I read the first book about running, mm -hmm. for example. Uh, it was funny. It was a Fred Wild's book. 
It's called Run, 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 if you're familiar with that. It's a classical book. And in America, runners don't know this book. It's a shame, you know. Mm -hmm. um, he published in 1964 in the U.S. and in, in, in Soviet Union in 1967. Incredible book. Incredible. And I do not see reference on this book in uh, uh, American <laughs> um, specialists who were uh, uh, writing about running. It's like, how the hell is that, you know? This is my question. Tom, we read books by PhDs in America and call 80% of a one rep max a maximal attempt. That's how bad it is in America. You know, I don't want to call them on, I don't want to make enemies, but I just, I shake my <laughs> head that how could you have a PhD and this is absolutely your, your thought, your process. It is unbelievable. So you wonder if they think like that, how you, now if you're trying to develop a specific type of strength, you need to know what specific type of strength, you know, spatial strength you're using to build that. They don't know. It's no way, it's like Russian roulette. Well, a big thing too, I think people don't understand basic biology and anatomy. And it's very hard to be a specialist in strength and conditioning or you're given discipline within sports if you don't understand the basic structure of an organism. Mm. Because if, if you knew that, it's very easy to, con to comprehend the conjugate method because mm. nothing ever stays stagnant because yeah, you accommodate. And people don't understand between adaptation and accommodation. That, like, that's crazy, but it's the truth. Accommodation is taking hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Um, but we, and this is the problems we're facing. Um, back to, and I think back to the education system is the um, practical element. I think if you have a more like a trade, if you're a carpenter, you don't learn about how to use a hammer in a book and you read it. You actually go and you hit and you saw. And I, I think that mm -hmm. needs, to, I think there needs to be more of a trade-like approach. And I think that when you go back in time, when you're in college, like you have to do practice, you have to work with athletes. Most people were an athlete of some sort, where now we have coaches who are never athletes. And you can't ask an athlete to do something you've never done before. Uh, strange thing with this happening, I met incredible coaches um, who never were, uh, I could refer to high jumping where I came from, who never were good jumpers, but they produced Olympic champions. Mm -hmm. Because they were learning. Bobby Knight in basketball. He's a terrible basketball player. And yeah. Bobby, I'm sorry, but you know he was. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the coach, Fred Taylor, wouldn't even let him make a, a, a shot. And so one day they stole the ball in the game. They stole the ball and they gave it to Bobby. He ran down for an easy layup and missed a layup, pulled him out of the game. But he became one of the greatest basketball minds of all time in college basketball. That's, they immersed themselves. That's in, right. To where they, had, yep. they, weren't, they weren't the best, but they immersed themselves to become the best or whatever they could be. Freddie Roach. Mm -hmm has been boxing trainer of the year several times, and he was a, uh, a, a slightly above average boxer. But he learned to trade, and he's made the greatest boxers of all time. Some uh, of definitely. J Jack Dempsey, being incredible boxer himself and become incredible um, teacher, coach, uh, it's an exceptional thing. Mm -hmm. You see yeah. that uh, when I read his book, um, uh, Champion of Fighting, the classical book, I was surprised how smart he is, you know, for boxing. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to. <laughs> but the brilliant book. And again, who knows about this book? He was one of the guys who started talking about body weight 
in boxing. And it's a 1950. Do you understand when it was happening? And then disappeared. This book is exist, you know, it's published. Uh, and he talked about gravity, body weight, mm -hmm. how you imply in punching. When I read this book, I'm like, wow, <laughs> this was my. And I read like these books uh, uh, in rowing, for example, Fairbank, uh, the rowing coach, the, his Australian who moved to England, uh, 1904. <laughs> he talked about using body weight in rowing. Do you understand yeah. that? And where it is? <laughs> Lost. Lost. Well, Tom, you know, we're around a lot of fighters, and uh, what, what's the top coaches tell you? There's no basics anymore. Mm -hmm. They skipped it past the basics. And you, and you can see it in all, all grappling sports, and not so much grappling, but a lot of boxing sports, a lot of, a lot of um, you know, not knowing where to position their hands and not, you know, using a, a jab as a, a, actually an offensive weapon to win a fight, things like that. They just forgot the basics. Um. Uh, women's soccer. I, I like football, but <laughs> for me it's always controversy. American football. People play with hands, but call it football. <laughs> it's English controversy. <laughs> football, you know, not handball. <laughs> but soccer. <laughs> um, probably about 40%. It's a statistics exist. 40% of women's players injured in running in soccer because you are playing with the ball 10 minutes there probably I mean 10% mm. of the, the game 90% you're running without ball and the same thing same thing exists in the Premier League in England I started this thing so <laughs> analyzing this in the Bundesliga in Germany and people couldn't figure out why the hell they have this injury you know? <laughs> we don't run long you know Yes, you do. <laughs> and it's exactly...